0: You're tuned into Building a Greener Idaho, your weekly conversation here on Radio Boise at the intersection of people, planet, and profit. Today I'm your host, Remington Byer, and we're talking about culture and cultural planning. I'm pleased to have with me in the studio Karen Bubb from the City of Boise's Arts and History Department to talk to us about the City of Boise's Cultural Master Plan and about Cultural planning in Boise generally. Karen, welcome to Building a Green Ride
1: I'm happy to be here. So, uh, to start off,
0: the City of Boise has an arts and history department of which you are the cultural planner. Cultural planner. Tell us a little bit about what it means to do cultural planning with arts and history at the City of Boise.
1: Well, I think it might be helpful for your listeners to back up a little bit and talk about the Department of Arts and History, because it's actually kind of an unprecedented um, uh, organization. We're a full department at the city of Boise. We were created in 2008 by our city council and Mayor Dave Beter. And we grew out of an interest in the city, that the city had to really focus on, on the importance of our history and the importance of our culture um, of the arts as a central part of the city, and to move us out of the mayor's office, which we where we had been as divi- as divisions, and create a full department that could support the work that we do, and that includes a grant program uh, that goes to individuals and organizations. It also includes a, a public art program that I had the privilege of helping to start in 1998, and. Um, uh, caring for our assets, uh, archiving uh, the city's history uh, in terms of documents, materials, objects. So, this uh, department, which is headed by Terry Shoresman, um, is a, a really unusual um, and innovative um, element at the city of Boise.
0: And I'm just going to ask then so, other cities in Idaho or other uh, sister cities of Boise, do they also have arts and history departments, or is this really something quite unique? It's quite unique. There are other places that have a
1: cultural um, uh, division, but it's oft- often in an economic development wing, or in the Parks and Rec, or under libraries. It's very rarely it's a standalone department, and it's also very rare that you combine art and history. So I think the our, our concept of what culture is, is a really, really grows out of that, um, vision of that we are connected to our history.
0: Mm. Um, there's a really awesome line in the cultural master plan to define culture and while I'm, I'm looking up I'm sure you can beat me to it. Um. Culture is our collective beliefs and customs expressed through visual art, history, literature,
1: theater, dance, music, food, architecture, media, design, and fashion. So when we use the term culture we're really referring to all of these expressions um, it's different for different people. S- some of the people that we, when, when we started the cultural master plan process, we did a lot of public meetings um, to get public input and ask people, what does culture mean to you? Mm-hmm. And for, for Boiseans, for Idahoans, nature is also an important part of our, of our culture. Um, where um, place of origin may be, for, for instance, uh, to be Mexican American or Basque, uh, that plays into the ethnicity, plays into culture, but it's also all these different kinds of expressions. So I think some people think of culture, they see it in a more limited way, mm. but, but we're really looking at culture very broadly.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool because I think it's it's really easy for us to, you know, make anecdotal observations about well this ethnic culture or this linguistic uh, based culture, and and the culture as we're talking about it in the city of Boise is really something. Um, distinctly separate from that and let's circle back to what you said about arts and history then being created in 2008 and and this unique pathway forward so chicken in the egg how did that happen how did that come to be
1: Um, it came to be in actually in 1978 the Boise City Arts Commission was created by the Junior League spurred that and then it was a, a group of, of volunteers, uh, nonprofit uh, volunteers that created this organization that was outside of the city. In 1997 the Boise City Arts Commission was brought into the mayor's office as a division and then Boise State had a fellowship program that actually created an, another division in the mayor's office for this history fellow that was the city historian. Mm. So that was in partnership with BSU. And we, so we were from 97 to 2008 we were housed in the mayor's office and we acted as the cultural office doing public art projects for the mayor and for the city of Boise and also for Capital City Development Corporation um, uh, also known as CCDC. They were an early funder of public art and, and they saw the investment of art and culture in the downtown as part of their economic philosophy. So it was under the auspices of um, the, the mayor's office, for instance, that we helped to redevelop the Basque block. So we started getting involved in things that were a little bit broader than some people might think of as public art, uh-huh. things that were more urban design. Um, and in 2008, um, we, I was actually the interim director at that time, and our agency was undergoing a review, and we really saw an opportunity to um, strengthen the role of culture in the city Um, The mayor and council uh, saw the growth of the development of public art, um, a growing importance for holding on to um, and accentuating our history as our city grew. Boise grew at an unprecedented rate between 1990 and 2016. We went from a population of 144,000 roughly to over 216,000. So that's a 35% increase, uh, 10% greater than the national average. So there was a desire from our our, uh, political leadership to hold on to what makes Boise precious, Mm -hmm. um, but also to be able to grow Hmm. and change um, as our city
0: grew. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of interesting because as an adopted Boisean, someone who chose to move to Boise and did it with the full intent of first moving to Boise because Boise is where, I and my partner wanted to live, uh, and then we'd figure out how to make it work and find a job after we got there. We had visited um, Boise a few times because she grew up here, and we knew we loved the culture. Mm. And we knew that uh, in moving here, or I knew in moving here uh, as a transplant, that the culture of Boise, at least how I understood it, uh, a limited um, sense back then, was something that I could... Uh, buy into and something that I would enjoy contributing to. And so it's interesting to hear this notion that um, some of the the seeds for the political growth um, for the arts and history department and for the cultural planning came from trying to hold on to what we already have. Mm -hmm. And then um, it feeds into the notion that people already recognize that, Hey, what we have in voice is something good and they're coming and they're going to contribute to it and strengthen it. Uh, That. That was very um, meandering and perhaps not specific to any one point, but mm-hmm. I, I appreciated you sharing that.
1: I, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. I think what you're saying is that you recognize that there is a, a culture to value here and that it was distinct and unique and important. and um, And that's part of what drew you here. And that's part of what makes you want to be a part of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know, when I think about downtown Boise, And this is Radio Boise, so we're not Boise-centric. We have love for Caldwell, uh, Nampa, Meridian, Eagle, and all the other cities in the Valley. But in downtown Boise specifically, I'm thinking about, you mentioned the Basque block and investing in art there and culture there. And it takes all of two minutes to walk from the Basque block to the Grove Plaza. And then from the Grove Plaza to start walking down 8th Street. And then to get to the Capitol Mall complex is another three to four minutes. In, in 10 minutes, you can traverse through four distinctly different feeling zones. Um, and I feel like the, the culture that one can perceive and one can sense when moving around downtown Boise is something that's more than just visual art on a utility box mm-hmm. or, or a plaque uh, in memoriam to some past event. We're, we're living it, when we're walking around, and it, it seems to me that we've done a good job in Boise here, or let me try to say that it seems to me that the pedestrian-friendly or, or human-scale friendliness of the blocks in downtown Boise lend itself to art and culture, and that, as you put it, um, the need to talk about urban design mm. and whether or not it is... Um, easy for people to navigate through these different areas is so important to maintaining our culture and to celebrating and participating in it.
1: I agree, I do. That um, I want to go back to um, how we kind of got to planning, which is um, our we are we were founded in um, as a department in 2008. Terry Shoresman was hired as our director, and she has a really strong history background. She started planning immediately for our sesquicentennial, which was in 2013, and uh, she did a number of really important things. One of the the most important was to create the Sesqu shop, which was on Main Street. She created a venue and hired staff to support. Um, and engage the community in a, in a way that we'd never really done before. There were hundreds of events that were tied into the Susquehanna shop that were about celebrating the diversity of what makes Boise Boise. There were think-and-drink events, fettuccine forums. There were a local merchant program where merchants made products. We did art artworks that celebrated the history of different people who hadn't been celebrated before, like Jesus The the And then we had a huge party at the end that brought everyone in and the Sesqua, um, centennial really demonstrated kind of the last 150 years like what have we done that's great in the last 150 years and it gave us an opportunity and all the different city departments and community groups a chance to celebrate and talk to each other about what makes Boise great and then when that was done we wanted to look forward and say well where are we going what's that story look like and that is what Kind of drove the decision to decide to make a cultural plan and to do cultural master planning and that was important in that we recognized it was we were at this kind of juncture where we needed to tell the story in one place about how did our history come to be what it is how did our culture develop and then really look at reducing the siloed environment of all the different cultural organizations um, to look at how private businesses and, and entrepreneurs contributed to this culture, how government contributes, and have that community-wide conversation about where do we wanna go now?
0: Great. Well, let's talk about where we wanna go now. Um, if you're just tuning in, my guest today on Building a Greener Idaho is Karen Bubb, and we are talking about uh, cultural planning with the city of Boise. I'm your host, Remington Byer. You're tuned into Building a Greener Idaho. We're going to continue the conversation after this brief message.